a win for the Suns last night. It wasn't pretty. 12-point uh, win over the New Orleans Pelicans to even their record at 3-3. Three and three. And the man who called it on the Suns Radio Network, Al McCoy, the Hall of Famer, joins us here in Bickley and Murata Mornings for his weekly check-in. Good morning, Al. How are you? Uh, good morning. I'm good, guys. Very good. Uh, if you would have told me at a certain point, uh, especially in the second quarter of that game last night, that the Suns were going to win by 12, I wouldn't have believed you. Uh, we're seeing, um, you know, wins, but haven't seen anything really resembling a, a, a complete victory yet for the Suns. How much of a concern is that at this point, if at all? Well, you know, I go back to what I, I said last week when we talked. This is happening all around the NBA. A good team is having horrible quarters, coming back, winning, losing. And, you know, I say it's because these teams don't really have any training camps anymore. Preseason is a wash. And they aren't really settled in to team mm-hmm. physicality and ready to play. What we saw last night was what we've seen in every game for the Suns. They just can't seem to be ready to play the game. And uh, I had to give Coach Monty Williams credit because he was trying every combination he could think of to get something going on that floor in the opening quarter. And the Suns got down by 20 points. Then things kind of started to settle in. And uh, the next three quarters were all won by the Suns. And, of course, the final quarter was like the third period was against Cleveland. The Suns just dominated and uh, won the ball game. But I think slowly we're seeing uh, things starting to fall in place. As I mentioned, just the one quarter against Cleveland with the win, but uh, three quarters and particularly that fourth quarter. And I have to ask you this. I mean, what can you say about Chris Paul? Yeah. We saw an absolute clinic for a point guard by him last night. It was just simply amazing. And so many things fell in place uh, that were positive that I'd just like to throw out that opening quarter. Uh, Good to see Devin Booker become Devin Booker in the last five minutes of the game. And how about the ability of the two centers that the Suns have, JaVale McGee and Frank Kaminsky, that filled in for DeAndre Ayton and the job that they did. So if you can throw out that opening quarter, which you have to do in about every game they've played so far this year, <laughs> mm-hmm. things are kind of starting to fall in place. That's a great segue into my question about Chris Paul. You've uh, This is year 50 for you, and Chris Paul went to number three on the all-time assist list. Where, where does he rank, in your opinion, among point guards, and, and is, has your opinion of him changed watching him night in and night out? Well, that's a good question. I don't think I've ever seen any point guard in my 50 years play any better than he did in that second half and in that fourth quarter. It was simply, simply amazing. 18 assists. And then when they needed points, he scored. He he wound up with 14 points. He is the epitome of a point guard. And I mentioned this even last year that uh, having watched him throughout his career with other teams, I, I thought he was always a good player. I just didn't know how good. And last night as I watched him broadcast that game, I just could not believe what he was able to do on the floor. He, he's just terrific, no question about it. And what he means to this ball club, well, we could talk for hours and still not hit all the highs of, of what he contributes. He's the best. Hall of Famer Al McCoy joins us Wednesday mornings to talk Suns here on Bickley and Murata mornings. Um, you, you mentioned it earlier, Al, and, and we have had the discussion along these lines two weeks in a row about you know teams struggling, a lot of sloppy play, the shooting's been down, three-point percentages for a lot of really good shooters is down 
but there seems to be a growing amount of chatter around the league that it has something to do with the switch in uh, the manufacturer for the actual game ball. They switched from Spalding to Wilson. A couple of players, including Devin Booker, spoke about it yesterday. And from the outside, we might dismiss that and say, oh, it sounds like an excuse. But players are such creatures of habit, there could be something to this, couldn't there? Well, I guess, I guess there could be. But I, I, I don't know. I, I don't go along with it. It's still a round ball that you got to put in the hoop, and, and there could be something to it. I don't know. I do want to mention Frank Kaminsky also last night who teamed up with JaVale McGee and just did a sensational job. And here's a guy that had hardly any playing time in any mm-hmm. of the games this year, and he came in and made a real, real contribution, 17 points, made his free throws, and, and did an excellent defensive job. So, you know, I, I guess maybe I'm sounding more positive than you might think this morning, but I just – you know, we all know what the talent is on this team and what they did last year. Yeah. And uh, it just seems to be coming along slowly, no question about it. Uh, but I like what I see when they're on top of their game. Now we've got Houston coming in tomorrow night. That's a, a game they certainly should win. Then Saturday night to me will be the test because that's a very good Atlanta team. And uh, the Suns have been here all week with practice time. Uh, to me, that will really be a test for them. Yeah, and and I think you're right, and I, and I think we all have to realize that you know the Suns were involved in the bubble, which was very taxing, and then the season began in no time, and that and then the Suns stretched theirs out as far as it can go. Uh, at the the post getting back to the postseason must seem like a million miles away to this basketball team. Yeah, no question about it. And as I said, uh, as you mentioned, their play in the opening quarter was horrible. And they've, they've had some terrible quarters. Sloppy play, no defense, and I'm not making excuses for that at all. I just uh, think some of the reasons we've talked about with the, the shortened training camps and the preseason where nobody plays, that so many of these teams really aren't game ready. Uh, this has been a, a test this week. I, I like the glimpses that I've seen, and now we're just going to have to see whether we're going to say, well, this is what we expect them to do. And as I said, I think Saturday night, will be a good test. But uh, with uh, them missing DeAndre Ayton again, I think it was so important for JaVale McGee and Frank Kaminsky mm-hmm. to step up because now you know that backup you have on your bench can come out and do the job for you. Al McCoy, our guest on uh, Wednesdays. Before we let you go, I want, I want to bring up another player who's really impressed and taken a step forward this year, at least in my eyes. And if you look at the statistics, it's bared out too. And that is Mikel Bridges in his fourth year looks a lot more assertive offensively, continues to shoot a high percentage, both twos and threes, plays the stellar defense. I mean, th- he's becoming the player we all expected him to become, isn't he, Al? Well, he had 22 points, and the thing I liked was the fact that he realized how badly they were playing, and he put it on his shoulders. He knew he was going to have to shoot the ball and was going to have to score, and he did. Now, I know you mentioned uh, Landry Shamet earlier, and he has not been able to step up and fill the gap as yet. But here's the thing, and they keep telling him to shoot the ball. Last night he played uh, about 12 and a half minutes, but he only took two shots. Uh-huh. And he's got to get his confidence and fit in. I still think he will, uh, and uh, it, we'll just have to wait and see. But a good point about Mikel Bridges, and I thought that was a big step for him last night because when things were going down the drain, he realized he was going to have to shoot the ball, he was going to have to score, and he wound up with 22 big points. Al, always a pleasure to talk to you. We'll do it again next Wednesday.